0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity
1: planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong.
0: Welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John, and this is Tiny. That's correct. We're brought to you by Cajun Curl, Bayou Blended Spice, and we're here to talk about odd news, among other things that we ramble on about.
1: Yes, we are. And I'm happy to say that I went back to church this morning. That's right. Didn't get my fattened calf like the <laughs> prodigal son I thought was supposed to get. No. But it was good. I'm glad. I certainly feel better. Sure. Because I missed three Sundays in a row, and I think I said like two cuss words oh, boy. during that time. Oh, boy. So I was feeling it. I needed I needed some Jesus. Uh, I- accountability partners here. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I
0: probably said way more than that. <laughs> In that time span. Yeah. Uh, have you had a good week though? Is everybody back healthy?
1: Yes, for the most part. I still okay. got a little bit of the sniffles, but yeah. I, I'll just, I'll feel fine, but I'll hang on to a cold. Yeah. Like as far as symptoms, it they just, I'll hang on to it for two weeks sometimes.
0: Yeah. I, I've I had a little bit of a cold. Earlier, but it's about went away. I'm still a little congested, but mm-hmm. it's not enough to bother
1: me. Yeah, you know? yeah, S- same here.
0: I did fall asleep in between church and coming over here <laughs> because uh, you had to rest up. Well, I don't. I didn't sleep great last night. Oh, but, and I was watching the Panthers and the Washington football team. Yes, the formerly the art <laughs> words. and it was a boring game. So I just, I just dozed off. Mm-hmm. Deidre dozed off too and kept getting mad. Because the kids were making noise and waking her up. Was it waking me up? What was waking me up was her hollering at the kids to be quiet. Because yes. she's taking that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that didn't make it very easy.
1: You and, know what I hate? And I don't know if this is how it is at your house. But uh, my wife will get upset at me for not getting on to the kids for something they're doing that's making her mad. Yeah, I agree. That's not really bugging me. Yeah, like, hey, that's not my problem. But. Then, when I do, you know, get on them about something, then she's got to come at and be like, Okay, well, you're going overboard, right? You know, you don't need to calm down and be nicer and more patient with them. That's the thing. I had this
0: discussion (laughs) with my one of my best friends, Mason Prim, the other night. Like, Deidre will get mad at the kids and she'll raise her voice at the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, like she can't. Take it. You know, like things bother her. (laughs) She'll get mad. She'll raise her voice at the kids. When I raise my voice at the kids, I then get in trouble by her
1: (laughs) for being so forceful (laughs) and
0: over the top with the kids. And I'm like, I am not even at like 10% of what you do. Your face (laughs) turns red when you're hollering. Right. You know? I just raised my voice because I knew that you were gonna raise your voice. Mm -hmm. And yeah, well, I don't I don't feel like I should get in trouble for that. Right. Also, I can't wait to point out to her that she gets to take a nap on Sundays all the time because I keep the kids quiet for her, you know? <laughs> That's all you. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I love her. Credit to John. Credit to me. <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal, Tidey. If she gets a nap on Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. there's a great chance that she'll be awake on Sunday night. And then who knows, the kids go to sleep, something <laughs> else might happen. So I'm like threatening them, like, Mama's asleep. If you make a noise, I will come up here and destroy you, you know? <laughs> and uh, she gets a great nap in on most Sundays. I just happened to fall asleep this Sunday. So I wasn't there to police everybody. Right. And so then it was waking her up. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Credit to me, the world's greatest husband. Once Credit again, to John, I am pretty great. So, what kind of odd stories do we have to talk about this week?
1: Man, we got a we got several, and I'm looking forward to them. We've got a Florida man. Okay, we have a man in China. I didn't want to describe that as China man. It's not not kosher anymore. That's, uh, yeah, not
0: that's the, not the preferred nomenclature,
1: Don. But a, a people people of China, how about yeah. that? And then I've got a story about a river of beer in Hawaii. Also, would like to point out that the uh, the Florida Man story is in the Patreon section. So, sorry, I got my my stories That's out okay. of whack. Hey, you can join up. If you want to hear that one, you'll yeah. have to join up. Join up. Well, While got... you read your stories, I'm going to go get my power cord because my laptop fixing to <laughs> <laughs> die.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'm here alone now. A DoorDash driver, I'm going to talk about what they did. Gotten a little bit of a, created a little bit of an incident. Uh, Republicans have banned Elmo and a principal left an accidental voicemail. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And
1: Tiny is back. I'm back. I, I technically, I never left. No, I was expecting I'm you to get out the I'm back in the front of the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I usually start. Do, should I start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Kick uh, it off. Okay. Well, this is the story I didn't tease that we're going to start with. There is a dog in Miami that is selling a house once owned by Madonna. Okay. <laughs> Gunter, the German Shepherd, spent a recent morning playing with his tennis ball, rolling in the grass, slobbering a little, and napping a lot. Man, that's mm. the life. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Later... He had a meeting with the real estate agent selling his Miami mansion that his handlers bought from Madame but Madonna and of course Gunther was wearing his very best faux diamond dog collar for the meeting. His real gold collar is back at his main home in Tuscany. Wow. <laughs> Tuscany, (laughs) Tuscany. As crazy as it sounds, even by Florida's standards, Gunter the Sixth inherited his vast fortune, including the eight bedroom waterfront home once owned by the Material Girl singer, from his grandfather Gunter the Fourth. At least that's what the handlers who manage his estate say. (laughs) I'm blown away.
0: (laughs) I didn't know you could leave property to pets.
1: I thought this was something that uh, conservatives on. On Twitter, just railed about and made fun of. Like, I didn't think this was a real thing. This is why we need an inheritance tax <laughs> for dogs. For dogs. <laughs> the Tuscan style villa with views of Brisbane Bay went on sale Wednesday for a whopping thirty one point seventy five million, wow. which is a whopping markup from the purchase two decades ago from which was sold, originally sold for seven and a half million to Madonna. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, it. That's about it. Could probably, it's probably about on par with the houses in our neighborhood.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, we don't have waterfront property, right? But that's about that's the yeah. only difference. Well, I mean, you got
0: a creekside lot <laughs> over here. I do. Yeah, you're on the creek side. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, it says that this dog's lineage dates back to when Gunther the Third inherited a multi million dollar home from the late owner German Countess Carlotta Liebenstein when she died in 1992. Since then, a group of handlers have helped maintain a jet-setting lifestyle for a succession of dogs. These are privileged well, like dogs. These, these handlers have got it
0: figured out. you know. <laughs> they do. That's what How it is. you get
1: to be the manager of a dog's estate? I would be great estate. at it.
0: I would be excellent at this.
1: <laughs> there are trips to Milan and the Bahamas, where the latest Gunther recently dined out at restaurants every evening. And his handlers like to make sure he's well socialized. A chef cooks his breakfast each morning made of the finest meat, fresh vegetables, and rice. And sometimes he enjoys caviar, but there's never any kibble in sight. He travels by private jet, works on obedience skills daily with his trainer, and he sleeps in a lavish round red velvet bed overlooking the bay. And he's a dog. (laughs) In case you forgot while I was saying all that, he's a dog. I know. (laughs) He lives in the Madonna's former be- master bedroom. <laughs> oh, I bet. Well, <laughs> I the, hope they cleaned it up. If the walls
0: could talk. <laughs> I mean, maybe we got a new mattress in
1: there. <laughs> Said real estate agent uh, Ruthie Oslene, who nabbed the listing with her husband Ethan for the 1.2-acre property in a row of half a dozen waterfront homes next to a public county park and on the same street where Sylvester Stallone once lived. Okay. So Rambo. He, he literally sleeps overlooking the most magnificent view in an Italian custom bed in the former bedroom of the greatest pop star. The, That's yeah. debatable right there. The <laughs> greatest pop star? No. I mean, Madonna was good. Mm-hmm. But but we all know the greatest pop star was Britney Spears. Well, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson probably be.
0: Uh, he's the king of pop, right? <laughs> well, he yeah. was. Yeah, well, he's dead now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he was a Jehovah's Witness, so I hope he's one of the 300,000 that get in, you know? (laughs) Do they? Or was Prince a Jehovah's Witness? I don't know. Okay. What did the Jehovah's Witnesses say about kids? (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I I don't... First, okay.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. Well, Michael Jackson was framed on all of that. Okay. He was found innocent. That's right. He so, was.
1: Or, they, or the, he was found not guilty. They're trying to take him
0: down, Tiny, and you don't know. <laughs> you haven't went down the, the conspiracy theories on him. They were trying to take him down mm-hmm. and, and get all of his publishing rights and everything else. And and they failed and,
1: at every turn.
0: And that's how that was their last ditch effort mm-hmm. until they killed him. Like, like they did. They killed him. You know who they are, right? <laughs> they.
1: they um, yeah. Yes. The
0: powers that be,
1: right? Where did, who's got, is, does his kids have all this stuff now, his estate now? I think
0: so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which, hmm. yeah, I think they had to take Michael out. He grew
1: too powerful. He grew too powerful. Yeah. He was crazy famous. I, I, yeah. I mean, one of the most famous people ever. I saw that he would uh he would rent out like, grocery, like a grocery store and hire people to walk around in there and pretend like they were shopping. Yeah. So he could go in there and grocery shop and see what it was like to be a normal person. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's Man. wild.
0: Remember when he dangled his baby over the balcony and everybody went nuts about that? <laughs> yes. I never thought that, that was that big a deal. You know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's probably learned that in the circus. Well, I was thinking, like,
0: we've all done some crazy stuff with our kids sometimes mm-hmm. without thinking. You know, I can see myself down at Gulf Shores like wanting to let <laughs> little baby Thomas yeah. get a better view. And I hold him <laughs> out over there. I know I got a hold
1: of him. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> okay, who's which one was worse? Michael Jackson dangling his baby uh, over the balcony of a... Really tall building. What was it, a hotel room? Yeah, it was like
0: at a hotel. Okay,
1: or Steve Irwin dangling his baby over the huh? hungry crocodile. I know. <laughs> And I took both of them out. Right. If I, if I ever get famous, just somebody remind me I got to dangle a baby over something? <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> we're like,
0: I don't even have a baby. Uh, we're holding our children at their and current ages. Cares. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs>
1: we're like holding holding a thirteen year old Hudson over the balcony. <laughs> Shaking his lunch money out of his pockets. <laughs> yes. Like allegedly Suge Knight did to uh a vanilla ice. That's right. Allegedly. Yes,
0: allegedly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably true. Uh, You know what? This story goes on, but I think I've read enough about this dog. This is a nice multi million (laughs) dollar estate.
0: How does it make you feel that a dog is living a life better than you will ever live, Tiny?
1: Meanwhile, people are homeless. Yeah. And struggling to find the next meal.
0: Well, I'm actually happy the dog is living it up because we all know they don't have a soul and won't go to heaven. <laughs> so let him enjoy it while he's here on Earth. Right. right. My reward is across <laughs> the River Jordan, okay? <laughs> yes. I'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not really a good segue here, but that dog probably poops on the floor. From time to time, right?
1: And has somebody come clean it up yeah, sure. with a yeah, golden dustpan. Yes,
0: exactly. You're <laughs> right. And like a golden can of carpet cleaner. That's another know?
1: thing I will never experience. I'll never
0: be able to just poop
1: in the floor and someone come <laughs> up behind me and clean it up. Well, let me tell you about
0: this person. A DoorDash driver defecates in a customer's residential lobby after dropping off the order.
1: And so he dropped off the order.
0: Yeah. And then he dropped a douche. Yes, exactly. (laughs) He dropped off a little more. Uh, And apparently there's video. I haven't watched it. Uh, It's it's not really my thing, you know. But this is from LA, Los Angeles, not lower Alabama. A DoorDash driver in Southern California was seen on surveillance video using a customer's residential building lobby as a toilet after dropping off an order the manager of a Brentwood apartment. Now, if I remember correctly, Brentwood's kind of a ritzy area. That's where O.J. lived.
1: Well, it's where Nicole Brown Simpson lived.
0: That's where Nicole Brown Simpson was murdered, was in Brentwood.
1: By somebody. Yeah, not not O.J. He was acquitted. (laughs) We don't know. who. (laughs) We know what happened. We don't know exactly how it happened. O.J.
0: was acquitted. The process worked as it was supposed to. Okay, Mm -hmm. He's a free man, and as far as I know, still looking for the real killer. As
1: every time, every chance he can get, he he may have gone away a little while when he was looking for his old college memorabilia. Sure. <laughs> but he's repaid his debts to, to there society. There was a video
0: of him getting denied, like Heisman, by a girl, mm-hmm. at, at, like in a bar, and OJ was like hanging on her, and she was, I guess, Snapchatting her friends. He tried to lean in and get a little kiss on her, Uh-oh. and she denied him. It's one of the funniest videos <laughs> ever. That was out this week. If you want to look for it.
1: Brave. <laughs> yeah, very brave.
0: <laughs> yes. She was blonde. I mean, she fit the profile, you know? Uh, so, the building manager of the Brentwood apartment was contacted by a resident in the building say, uh, saying that there was feces all over the lobby of the 19 unit building. When the building manager checked the surveillance video, she was su- shocked to see a DoorDash delivery driver using a trash can in her building's lobby to
1: take a dump. Okay, well, now here's my question. Was she shocked that she saw that really... Or was she shocked that it was a door dasher? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because from what I hear, I think the navigation is kind of a thing in LA. <laughs> I
0: think it's San Francisco where it's bigger, right?
1: I thought it was that. I don't know. I don't know
0: either. I mean, first
1: of all, my source on this is Joe Rogan. Well, I say mine is
0: like just the internet in general. I live in Alabama and I'm sure like <laughs> yes. they get one person posted one time, hey, I saw somebody crapping on the sidewalk. And now it's gotten
1: turned into everybody's doing it. Well, supposedly there was an app for reporting public pool. Oh, yeah? But now, again, that could be internet lore. I okay. don't know if that's true. I haven't, I haven't tried to
0: use this app. Well, Lisa Stanley, who's the uh, DoorDash customer, said, What I saw, I could not unsee. <laughs> I was flabbergasted at what I saw. She let it go. You know what they say when you got to go, you got to go. And boy, did she ever. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you're watching a surveillance video, right, mm-hmm. you don't have to watch the whole thing. Like, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, well be- it's beginning here. Let's fast forward <laughs> and watch the her leaving, you know?
1: Do you not, though? No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one of those things... Yeah, you don't want to, but come on. Everyone's going to watch that. <laughs> she goes, oh, not me.
0: Uh, two things I don't want to see people pooping and people dying.
1: Okay. <laughs> right.
0: That's just, uh, that's not me.
1: I'll she, watch both. <laughs> Admittedly, one is better than the other.
0: <laughs> I don't want to know which one. You're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car, or I don't know, but not in the lobby of a Brentwood apartment building. <laughs> This is a health issue. You have a human being who's taking a poop in the middle of her job in a lobby of an apartment building and then resuming her job, which is delivering and touching food, Stanley added.
1: That's a solid point. That's true. Yeah. Now, I mean, I would hope that all the food that she's delivering is like, you know, wrapped up. Yeah, definitely. That said, I would not be happy. She my DoorDash, which I don't use DoorDash. I just go get it myself. I hope the people are using DoorDash all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Because things like this happen. Uh,
0: but surely she has some hand sanitizer, you know. I, <laughs> I, would so. I would in, in, We're in a pandemic, Tiny. <laughs> <clears throat> when she contacted DoorDash support through the app to alert them of what happened, the company sent her a response saying, in part, "Thank you for your patience, and I hope you're doing well. We do not condone this type of action and are currently investigating this with the information provided."
1: Now <laughs> you I would attach it, the video. Yeah. (laughs) To your reply email.
0: (laughs) I think it would be pretty easy for DoorDash to track down who this person was and get an explanation. But what I don't understand in this whole story is it said she crapped in the trash can. Mm -hmm. And then the building manager said it was all over the lobby. So who got in a trash can and started (laughs) slinging it around, place? You know? All right. Like as a courtesy, she went in the trash can, which is. I wouldn't say acceptable, but out of your options, probably one of the best ones you can get.
1: Right, I yeah. agreed. Yes. I
0: mean, she had to go quick. Like uh, this, what? Now nah, I'm gonna sit down and and scroll through Facebook and all that. Because she's in a public lobby. Anybody can walk in at any time. Right. And what do you do if somebody walks in and you're pooping in a trash well, can? Well, you
1: have to swoop and poop in yeah, these situations. That's exactly.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what it was. You had to rocket that bad boy on out of there.
1: That's exactly
0: what you got to Yeah, you do. don't have
1: time to check Instagram. Uh, it's crazy. What? Hey, she's
0: working. She's on the road. There's not a, tra- there's not a, a restroom available, public restroom or something she can go to, I guess. Hmm. I would think. I have amazing control. Of my pooping. <laughs> Everybody knows. We've discussed that. I'm home base, home base only. Yeah. But you would w- wait until you got to your next stop to pick up a thing and go into the restaurant and be like, hey, man, I need to go. Maybe
1: it's tough it. to find public restrooms in L.A. I
0: would think that's probably part of Maybe it. Maybe that's
1: part of the problem. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well.
0: Drive by a construction site, hit a port john you know. <laughs> there's probably like a,
1: you probably have to pay a quarter. <laughs> 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 Uh, Anyway, how about this? Let's move on to greener pastures, so to speak. (laughs) John, have you ever been to Hawaii? I haven't, but I'm planning to go. Okay. I I thought maybe you had a timeshare there or something. No, no, but we're we're trying to plan a trip. (laughs) How about this, John? There's a river of beer in Hawaii. Just in time for our vacation. Yes. Uh, This story comes from The Independent. A river in Hawaii that smells like beer is discovered to be alcoholic. Okay. (laughs) Residents of a town in Hawaii alerted authorities to a river that allegedly smelled like beer and then turned out to be 1.2% alcoholic after testing. All right. The stream, which flows into a creek in Waipo, Hawaii, I have no idea if I said that right, on the island of Oahu, was smelling so alcoholic that you would think it was a beer pub that hadn't opened its doors for three or four days, a visitor told News Now Hawaii. Another visitor who was hiking around Diamond Head last week, not far from the H2 Interstate Highway in Kauka Boulevard, agreed that it reeked of alcohol. An independent laboratory found that almost 1.2% of the water was alcoholic, as reported by News Now in Hawaii, which is uh, almost 0.4% of the water was sugar, which is an ingredient in beer. Yeah. The area around Diamond Head is fairly industrial, and home to a number of businesses, such as Paradise Beverages, who make well-known beers for brands Kohola, Brewery, and Aloha Beer Company. The company told the news that it was unsure what was causing the alcoholic spillage, although Hawaii's Department of Health and Transportation later confirmed that that was the fault. Right now, we've had the Department of Transportation come in with their representatives, and we're dealing with them, and we've also been contacted by the Department of Health, said Anthony Rowe, the Director of Operations for Paradise Beverages. Both Hawaii's Health and Transportation Department aided an investigation that found alcohol in contaminated runoff water from a pipe not far from the interstate. The stream was on the opposite side of the interstate, and it flowed down into a creek with a drop of about 100 foot. The transport department, which owns the pipe, infor- informed the Hawaii Health Department that it was Paradise Beverages that had been at fault. The independent was approached by the company. The independent has approached the company for comment. It remains unknown if action will be taken for the alcohol content found in the stream, which many on social media pointed out was almost a quarter of the percentage of Coors or Budweiser. <laughs>
0: so, yep, that's what I'd say. Like, how about uh, that? I
1: mean, Hawaii... Probably just teenagers down
0: there swimming in it all the time.
1: Hey, let's go down the creek, guys. Yeah. If you're kid rock, how have you not already shot a music video <laughs> in that river?
0: Yeah, that's uh I mean, talk about paradise, really. You know, they, just, they say Hawaii is a paradise. It sounds like it. I'm sure that uh the environmental laws in Hawaii are probably pretty strict and these mm-hmm. people are gonna have a pretty hefty fine coming. They're to definitely
1: them. gonna be shutting down all the wildlife's good time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't like uh I don't even know
0: what native animals they have in Hawaii, but they're probably all drunk. Yeah. If <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they have a deer population Limited or whatever. Up. Yeah. There's Staggering
1: around everywhere. I mean, the, boar are everywhere. They have sure, wild boar. Sure, they
0: got to some You tell, have you some tell me a wild
1: boar is not going to be living it up <laughs> in that river? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're right. Um, I have an article from the Huffington Post, Fair and Balanced. Republicans ban Elmo from
1: attending conservative conference. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to attend that conference, but that's making me think twice. <laughs>
0: Elmo will be tickled at this absurd news. An annual conference of Republican of the Republicans Party's most extreme members. They're on Mountain Dew. They're most extreme. <laughs> Is banning him and his and his Sesame Street from attending in February. <clears throat> on Thursday, the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, by mm-hmm. the way, posted two tweets that told Elmo. Big Bird, Bert, and Ernie in no uncertain terms that they would not be welcome at next year's conference. Seriously, they tweeted about the puppets. (laughs) It shows the tweets. Not invited. Nice. This is why you can't let old people have the internet, you know?
1: I actually think this is great.
0: (laughs) The reason is that the Twitter account for Big Bird recently shared that the uh,
1: character got the COVID-19 vaccine. (laughs) I remember that. Who was it? Big Bird was talking about his wing being sore.
0: And that ruffled the feathers of some right-wing Republicans like Texas Senator Ted Cruz, (laughs) uh, famous Canadian, by the way, (laughs) who called the fictional character's vaccination propaganda. Uh, naturally, Twitter users had thoughts about CPAC's tweets. Of course, they people are talking about why we're a bunch of old Republicans taunting puppets. <laughs> uh, and, and there's a million of them in this article. Uh, but one person seemed to sum up the situation nicely, and she needed only two letters and You want to guess what those two letters were?
1: (laughs) I got a pretty good idea.
0: (laughs) One of them is an F. Okay. (laughs) In related news, CPAC organizer Matt Schlopp on Thursday shared that he isn't happy that Sesame Street added an Asian American Muppet to its cast, saying the show is injecting race and saying the show won't stop pushing for woke politics. And um, that's a perfect encapsulation of
1: where we are politically in the United States for people who live outside of the United States. Well, now I don't know if you if you can think back to the Obama Romney election. Yeah, sure, I remember this. Ironically, or it's not ironic, but funnily <laughs> enough, this came up then too. Yeah. Because Mitt Romney was wanting to defund public Big television. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So I guess conservatives, they have it out for Sesame
0: Street. For forever, conservatives have wanted to defund public television, public radio, mm-hmm. both of those. I, as someone who is conservative on some issues, I don't agree with that either one because mm-hmm. I enjoy the programming that they have. I think it's great for it to be available. Republicans are like, hey, if it's good, then people will buy advertising on it, and the government doesn't have to spend money on it. The other side is like, hey, the government's just giving a service and entertainment and Mm -hmm. also information to people. Right. Which used to. I'll admit I haven't watched public TV as much as I used to uh, back when I didn't have cable and lived in an apartment. I was tearing it up, man, (laughs) in college. But I watched... Uh, the original dance dancing outlaw on public television. Mm-hmm. I watched Okey Noodlin', which was people who were catching catfish <laughs> with their hands on public television. All kind of great little documentaries and stuff. I love the entertainment. And public radio is pretty amazing when you get out of the uh, like news portion, like in the evenings when they play jazz and everything mm-hmm. and bluegrass and all that. So it's it's a, it's the best radio station out there.
1: Wow, I am not aware of any of this. Oh, you're missing out. Man. <laughs> apparently, you're missing out. This is from what listening to you talk. Apparently, there's a whole world there out is. there that I have no idea even now, existed. I don't
0: agree with public television or public radio doing news. Like, I don't need the government giving me <laughs> your spin on things. Right. You know, uh-huh. but I'm an adult and I can change the channel when those things are on. Right. But entertainment purposes, great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I would not draw a hard line in the sand on Sesame Street if I was...
1: (laughs) Because it makes you look silly. Exactly. Yes. Like,
0: this is something you don't even address. Mm -hmm. You know, you just let that be. Right. Because who cares? Yeah. But apparently these people But
1: that's not going to last in this society we have now.
0: You're not going to get any retweets if you don't ever
1: tweet. You have to be on one extreme side or the other. Sure. Like people like me and you who are somewhere in the middle have no friends. And I'll say the
0: people on those either side on the extreme Mm -hmm. hate people like me and you because we won't pick a side. Yeah. You know, and they're like, you're not helping anybody and blah, 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 you know.
1: And And meanwhile, we're like, well, I'm trying to be reasonable. Exactly. Our problem (laughs) is nobody can be reasonable anymore. Like, (laughs) we can't even
0: fix any issues because we're, like, polar opposites on everything. It's
1: like, okay, you know what? Maybe you don't feel great about your kids getting a vaccination shot that just a couple short months ago they said wasn't for kids. That doesn't mean you have to go demonize Sesame Street. Exactly. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I mean. We act like compromise is a bad thing, but our country is founded on compromise. If
1: you show me a successful marriage that doesn't have a hint of compromise, Sure, I it. compromise the all the time. Her not as much to me, but yes. we compromise on every issue that <laughs> yeah. she
0: wants to do right, that I don't want to do. So that's how it works in mm-hmm. life. Yeah, compromise is not a bad thing. Yeah. And, and we've forgotten that because – it's red team versus blue team, and my team's got to win. And if I <laughs> right. compromise and I didn't win, you yeah, know?
1: yeah,
0: eh, it's all right. I don't want to be president, anyways. So,
1: well, I want to talk about this, okay? China semicolon man. <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Oh, no. Should it be a dash? <laughs> no, don't, don't make it a dash. <laughs> man,
0: man from
1: China. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Or well, are we are we misgendering him if we don't? Well, it says man <laughs> but, in the thing. It does, but uh, person from China, <laughs> person from China banned from all you can eat barbecue for eating too much. Oh wow, that's <laughs> now, a dream scenario right there. I would just like everyone to know that what I do in China is my business. Right. I don't need the BBC getting involved in this, okay? Here's my thing. You know,
0: like, in the United States, we have Chinese buffets, right? right. In China, do they have barbecue buffets? Because that sounds, sounds like. amazing. That's what it sounds like, like. Do we need to get into that business here? <laughs> like a barbecue buffet? Just come in all you can eat. We're, we're, we're ripping out brisket and... And butts, and we got pulled pork, and barbecue chicken, and it's just. Do you remember Miss Melissa's?
1: Miss Melissa's. That name sounds familiar. This was a restaurant in uh, Moundville. Oh yeah, I'm going old school here. Okay, yeah. They used to have all you could eat catfish and ribs on Friday nights. Sure. Uh, Yeah. No. I know. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: But, yeah, I mean, that's what i say All-you-can-eat catfish is one of the greatest inventions in humanity. I know. <laughs> I love all-you-can-eat catfish. I'm not
1: sure it exists anymore. I don't, because We're, people like me I'm and you exist. 80s. Where around here still does that. <laughs> I don't that's know. That's a thing of the 80s and sure. 90s, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: but like, uh, an all-you-can-eat barbecue buffet sounds amazing. It really does. I mean, it if it's really done good. well. If you know, it's good
1: barbecue, which yeah. – I mean, depending on how much barbecue you're serving, you know, you got to slow cook that stuff. You can't can't just go in the back and whip up some pulled pork. Right? (laughs) You got to figure that part of it out. Well, anyway, a Chinese food live streamer. Oh, okay. Didn't know that was a thing. Do they even have the internet in China? (laughs) They, They have... Government-approved Internet in China. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, If you think Taiwan is a country, then no, you don't have (laughs) Internet. (laughs) You don't have Chinese Internet. Yes. But uh, he says that he has been blacklisted from a grill buffet restaurant after eating too much. The man known as Mr. Kang told Hunan TV that he was banned from the Handadi Seafood Barbecue Buffet, in Changsha City after a series of binges. A series of binges. <laughs> okay. I get that way, too. <laughs> Does is get on a bender sometimes? <laughs> yeah. I understand. He ate one and a half kilograms of pork trotters. Do you know what a trotter is? I don't know what a is? pork trotter is. I'm going to Google it. Eh? <laughs> yeah. During his first visit, and then he ate three and a half to four kilograms of prawns, which is what the rest of the world calls shrimp. <laughs> no, a shrimp <laughs> is different than a pra- is prawn. Is it? Yeah. I thought. I thought... I thought we had shrimp,
0: but everywhere else they called it prawns. Prawns are bigger. So a trotter is also a pig's foot.
1: Okay. Which makes sense now that I think about it. (laughs) kind of stupid that I Googled that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, on another visit, he ate three and a half to four kilograms of prawns. Mr. Kang said that the restaurant is discriminatory against people who can eat a lot. (laughs) You know, something tells me the manager may not disagree with him.
0: So... Shrimp and prawns are two distinctly different animals. Shrimp belong to the suborder Plectomata, mm-hmm. while prawns belong to the suborder
1: Dendrobranchiata. <laughs> Well, I would like to apologize to the listening audience. Shame I was happy on me. I knew something and was right about it. <laughs> the people count on me to be better informed, <laughs> and I really apologize that, that I did and I wasn't there. I, I dropped the
0: ball. Shrimp, cockroach of the sea, you know, really <laughs> when it comes down to it, yeah. but man, they're so
1: good. There's a lot of rich people food that I think yeah, the poor people have tricked them into thinking it's great, like caviar and escargot. <laughs> escargot
0: okay. I've had it before.
1: <laughs> it is. It's not bad. You just gotta get
0: get it out of your brain that you're eating a snail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah. once you do that. John it's
1: eats escargot. I'll, I'll, so. I'll try anything. <laughs> yes. You
0: know, like I, I don't get the people who won't
1: try anything. Right. I, I would. I would try it too. Yeah. I'm not just, I, with... I don't typically find myself at events where with I the have the opportunity. Well, to try, I will Escargot. never
0: like go to Publix and try to buy a pack of Escargo, you <laughs> right. know, or whatever.
1: That's what you would send your uh butler. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> to our do maid would do that for <laughs> us. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mister Kang here. This is a quote, John. I can eat a lot. Is that my fault? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If we're just really getting to the nuts and bolts of it, it kind of is your fault. He also added that he didn't waste any food. Okay, that's good. He cleaned his plate. Sure. Sure. But the restaurant owner told the same reporter that Mr. Kang was putting him out of pocket. Every time he comes here, I lose a few hundred won, I get said. it. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he drinks soy milk, he can drink 20 or 30 bottles. Mm. He eats the pork trotters. He consumes the whole tray. And as for the prawns, he people usually use tongs to pick them up, but he takes the entire tray. <laughs> That's a little bold. <laughs> he added that he is banning all live streamers from his restaurant. Okay. The story is trending on Chinese social media and has racked up more than 250 million views on Weibo.
0: Okay. With
1: a wide range of opinions, some have said that the restaurant should not be an all-you-can-eat restaurant if they can't afford it. While others feel sorry for the restaurant owner. Can we join Weibo? I don't think so. If we could. I have no idea.
0: But what if we became the number one podcast <laughs> in China?
1: Well, we just need to go to the uh, the all-you-can-eat buffet and start sure. live streaming. Exactly. It. On Weibo. <laughs> yeah. It would turn Earth Oddity into just two American guys eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eating... Uh, Chinese, food. Yeah, Chinese American, food, American Americanized Chinese food. Sure,
0: what well, would we call like huge stars in China, man? <laughs> and next thing you know, we're shilling for the communist government,
1: <laughs> like LeBron James does. Yeah, that'd be great. And we're uh, apologizing in Mandarin, <laughs> sure. Like a uh, like what's his name? Did well, I don't know the wrestler? Oh, I don't know a wrestler apologized in Chinese. Yes, why can't I think of his name if we hadn't started talking about him? Well, he was in the suicide, John Cena. Oh, okay. yes. He apologized for what? They can't even see. Him. Well, he said something about the people of Taiwan. Okay, and Taiwan's not a country. It's, well, it depends on how you read the <laughs> read the the documents. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he had to apologize in Mandarin for saying that. For real, for real. They're like a lot of TV sets watching wrestling over here, <laughs> John. We need you to come out. Says last year, the government started cracking down on "quote eating influencers." Man, I did. Okay. You know what? You're you're absolutely. We need to do this. We <laughs> nice. would we'll be great at it. Uh, such videos may be banned altogether in the country. It came after President Xi Jinping called on people to fight against food waste amid rising concerns over food shortages. Okay, food shortages not- in in communist China. Well, I was like, yeah,
0: that's that's really. What you want your president to be saying is, hey guys, we need to stop wasting food because probably got a little bit of a food shortage around the corner here. (laughs) We want to be responsible.
1: Yeah, over here in America, man, we'll just throw food (laughs) away. We throw away enough food to
0: like feed China. You know,
1: (laughs) it's ridiculous.
0: It's ridiculous. I have a story here that I found right before we click record. I haven't read it. I don't even know if it's gonna be funny, but the headline makes me think it's gonna be funny. Okay. Principal says parent, quote, looks like a stripper in a salacious voicemail left by accident. Huh. So this is from St. Francisville, but it doesn't say what state this is. Oh, uh, it's Louisiana. This is Chris Nakamoto, the the greatest investigative reporter in Louisiana. <laughs> The mother of a student at West Feliciana Middle School is demanding an apology over what her child's principal said about her in a voice message le- he left by mistake. The director of student services was calling about why the student was late. The phone hit the receiver, but the line dis- didn't disconnect. That's when an honest conversation was left was left on the parent's phone about what the principal thought of her. Hmm, that's a tough one. Says quote. She was the lady that used to come to all the games and events with low-cut stuff, bleach blonde, high heels. She looks like a stripper. The mama. Principal Mark Lester was heard saying in that <laughs> recording. Okay. Uh, I don't see any pictures of her in here to, to corroborate, but based on his <laughs> description,
1: yeah.
0: sounds like she's dressed for church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not realizing the phone was still connected, Lester went on talking to his administrator about the woman and her divorce. She got caught running around on him, Lester said. So they're divorced now. The mom is living in Baton Rouge and the dad lives in the bluffs using the dad's address, I guess, mm. to go to the school. Okay. The principal even came up with theories for why the child was late for school. I think what the mother is trying to do is piss us off enough to tell them we're kicking the kids out, Lester said. I think she's using this for custody. Uh, West Feliciana Parish uh, School Superintendent Hollis Milton was not available for an on-camera interview Friday. However, he said he was disappointed in the voicemail and immediately talked to the principal about it. The principal was talking to the administrator and trying to explain and give the descriptions and make the person aware, Milton said. Unfortunately, what was disappointing is the context that you have. Milton said he personally he has personally apologized to the parent involved. So uh, despite Milton's apology, uh, she said she's still waiting for an apology from the principal. Her suspicious... Uh, Suspicions about administrators giving her a hard time were solidified after hearing what they thought of her. You always have to be careful with your words and be careful with your descriptions, Milton said. We want to make sure we're respectful to everyone. Uh, That's always a definite reminder to do what is needed to be done.
1: I would be willing to bet money. That conversations like this happen every day in every school district all across the country. Absolutely. This guy messed up because it got on tape somewhere. Yeah, or his phone didn't hang up all (laughs) the way, you know?
0: (laughs) It's just crazy. And that'll hurt your feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean,
1: if it hurts your feelings enough, maybe you should... Not wear something so lo- low-cut. Yeah.
0: I mean, everybody knows you <laughs> running around on your man, too, I know, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why he left you. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. you know. But I-, I think if she was doing this to try to get her kids kicked out of school, this is all the reason she needs to go, I'm pulling my kids out of school. They're having a hostile attitude toward me and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And then the kids can start going to school Closer to where she lives or whatever, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Private schools are real big down in Louisiana because their public schools are horrible like ours, <laughs> Like ours. <laughs> but we just don't have enough private school infrastructure. They have Catholic, you know, Louisiana is a Catholic majority right. state. Mm-hmm. So they've set up private schools all over. Gabe used to coach at uh, Catholic school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So before we move back here to... uh save us all from the earthquake that Alex Jones has said was going to come down the fault line on the Mississippi up there by Memphis. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, you know. (laughs) Which, hey, I was going to say, Alex Jones – He'll miss one every now and sure. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he will.
0: Uh, and I wanted to say I had a conversation with Mudhut, I guess it was this week, where he said he would come on the podcast if we want him to just come on and talk one day. Nice, so all we, right. We need to schedule that with him. So well, we
1: will need definitely need to do that. <laughs> you,
0: you can just turn it on and let me and him talk, and it would be the most confusing thing in the world. Are you but, talking
1: about uh, Gabe or Mudhut?
0: Uh, Mudhut. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, go. Gabe's not. That's what i say. Yeah, he's a, he's eagle. rather
1: passionate. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the third eagle's not coming on, but me and Andrew would just argue like a couple of old women together <laughs> about whatever.
1: Sounds <laughs> great.
0: Well, you know what else is great? I do. Cajun <laughs>
1: Curl Bayou Blend of Spice. Fantastic. Fantastic. One of the best spices in the whole world. Yeah. Really. And one thing I really love about Cajun Curl yeah. is they never ever miss a patreon never <laughs> never always always
0: coming out <laughs> oh we want to thank them uh, that's cajun curl bayou abundant spice for their support check them out on the website CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there um it was created on the elm bayou in evangeline paris louisiana and it's the seasoning that goes on everything if you like cooking or eating this is a spice for you Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice, I'm telling you, will change your life if you ever use it. Or taste it, really. It's changed ours. It's changed ours for the better. On the way... Before... We had both tried Cajun Curl, Bayou and Spice. We lived in little crappy houses and little crappy <laughs>
1: neighborhoods. Yes. And look at us now, Tiny. Now I'm living life large as an Asian food live streamer, <laughs> streaming it all oh. with the uh, spice seasons right. with Cajun Curl.
0: Uh, So on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice, uh, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Fresh Value, I believe is the correct name now, on Skyland Boulevard. South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace Boulevard. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all-natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice, tastes the spice but not the heat, Check them out at com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. We got some voicemails this week. Okay. <laughs> so, Everybody came through. <laughs> buckle in. <laughs> Turns out when you, uh, I guess when you do your shows when you're supposed to, yeah. like on a normal schedule. People uh, have the opportunity to call in. Yeah, people have the opportunity to call in, so our first one comes from jacqueline
3: hey john and tiny it's jacqueline haven't uh, talked to you guys in a while i've been crazy busy at work um tiny if you ever need anyone to go to a human dissection with call me up because i would love to go and i'd even pay the 500 bucks for me not for you but you know whatever we could figure something out
0: um we're
3: talking about wokeness a lot and i kind of as a as a woke person uh, who has family who are a lot more woke than me, by the way. Um, I was thinking about what it meant, and I was thinking to me, woke means being empathetic towards real societal struggles that all living beings have. So whether it's uh, you know humans or animals or the environment, uh, just being empathetic towards all of the real societal struggles that every living being has to me is what woke is. Um, and on a uh, little personal thing, my husband recently has come into possession of um, puppets called Boglins. I don't know if you were, if you guys had those when you were a kid. Uh, we had them when we were kids, but now they're they're essentially just like ugly goblin uh, puppets. And he is thinking about starting a YouTube channel and calling it Boglin Theater, where he has where he records our arguments and conversations and then reenacts them with these puppets and puts them onto YouTube. And I think it is a terrible idea. He even wants to get a little black wig for one of them. Uh, But him and his friends think it's the most hilarious thing that they've ever heard and want to see it. I'm just wondering if that is something that people that don't necessarily know us personally would find funny. Anyways, uh, it's really cold here. I hate it. I want to be somewhere warmer like where you guys are. But such is my lot in life. And I will talk to you later. Bye.
1: Yes, sure. <laughs> Absolutely, <should>. sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anybody that wants to video themselves and put it on YouTube, yeah, I think they should do it. Absolutely, I don't think there's any time, any idea that anybody has that they shouldn't record that <laughs> and put that on the internet for all to see. First of all, you can move here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can do it. It's, Biden's president. Yeah, there's no border security. <laughs> yeah, really, borders are imaginary lines
0: on a map. Anyways, yes, unless you're crossing them to go to a riot and right. Defend a car dealership. <laughs> it is a big deal.
1: Or going from South America into Mexico. Sure. From yeah. what I hear. From what I hear, those are for real. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on down, Jacqueline. It's been uh, pleasantly cold here. You know mm-hmm. what I would consider cold. I think it was thirty-five the other morning. So.
1: And uh, when you say morning, you're talking about like you know, like two, three a.m.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I think it was probably four thirty when I looked at the, <laughs> yeah. the thermometer. Uh, as far as your husband making his YouTube channel, just, I mean, there's only one way to know if other people will find it funny, and that's mm-hmm. just to put it out there and see. And either they will find it, all right, there's three scenarios they'll find it funny, or people will find it, uh, and be mean about it, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody on the internet's mean. And the third one is that it will go completely ignored by the, by everyone in the world.
1: That's probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, I think that's the most likely <laughs> one. Yes. But as far as people not knowing you, like as people watch your videos, eventually they'll get to know you. Exactly. And then it'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd say go for it. We have another voicemail from Jacqueline because
3: you know
1: okay. we, she had to, we had to get she had to get up <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had some late shows so
3: hey guys it's jacqueline again i realize this will probably be my second call if you want to but whatever really last time i called the day too late so just make it onto the show anyways here i am fully recovered from climate change uh no not really actually climate change is gonna make me sick for a very long time i feel Um, So what is a heat wave in Canada? A heat wave in Canada is defined as any three days in a row where the temperature exceeds 30 degrees Celsius.
1: John, Google 30 degrees (laughs) (laughs) Celsius. I don't know what that is.
0: Uh, That would be 86 degrees.
1: (laughs) There you go. Heat wave.
3: And because you were rude about it and making fun of Canadians not knowing what heat is... I will tell you I will not tell you what thirty degrees Celsius is, and I'll if you Google it. Uh, anyways, uh, I speaking of this week I have made an
1: appointment for car to go get But we Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> the gutter. <laughs> Climate change gutter. That's right. It was a solar flyer. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I'm glad we
0: got the definition of the heat wave in there. It's still going. She's just talking into the void right now. Has no (laughs) idea. It's not coming through. It's
1: like those first few episodes of Earth
0: Oddities. (laughs) So three days with it being over about 86 degrees. Three or more. Three or more. At least three days, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that is like springtime in Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. which I understand you're not set up for that. Like we're not set up for snow. That's the point we're trying to make, you know, I, so, she had
1: one last one thing. Oh, God. wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. I was, well, she just says bye. Yeah. just on my third call because my phone sucks. Anyways, I just wanted to say
3: goodbye. Bye.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any other voicemails? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's keep it going. Okay. Our next call comes from green away pool and spa. <laughs> i uh yeah i was calling this number
3: to thought it was a chicken truck y'all don't have them chicken wings though so. yeah all right never mind bye <laughs>
1: sorry we don't have uh chicken wings um uh, but i wish we did you know who that is <laughs> you know who that is who is it david oh david yeah Okay, I have to bleep his name. Yeah, right. No, that's just Doxy.
0: (laughs) Go ahead and read his phone number out. Does he hold a public office now? No, I don't think he was successful in his bid for public office. But I think he came real close. You know, Mm -hmm. like if if I could have crossed state lines and voted for him, I I would have. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a registered Democrat, so I don't know how to work that out. So (laughs) uh,
1: that's a joke, by the way. I'm not <laughs> registered with either political party. <laughs> uh, which is they make that difficult in Alabama. Yeah. They, they want do. you to register one way or the other. Yeah, right. They don't they hate independence. <laughs> they, they really do. <laughs>
2: yes. And our last voicemail Okay, John and Tiny. Come on now. Everybody knows that when you say Fed that a mile is five thousand two hundred and eighty feet. You're making Fett look bad. I just don't know what to think about that. You know, you brought up Ronald Waldrop. My understanding and my memory is bad anyway, but I believe that was Miss Carroll's husband that had the uh, nut incident.
0: He's right. Okay. Yeah, that was Buddy Carroll. <laughs> he's right. Miss Carol grew up next door to my mom and them.
1: And <laughs> yeah, that's he's right. I was wrong. My <laughs> yeah. memory is bad. Also he he's, he's he knows his uh measurements. Yeah, oh yeah. You <laughs> once you, he
2: established credibility with that fact. Credit
1: to Stan. Yeah, credit to Stan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He makes Fayette look good. He does.
2: <laughs> but Ronald Waldrop, he he was like the mayor of Belt for like almost a decade. He might still be the mayor, I don't know, but he was the mayor when he was still in the school. You ask about the um the distance that the plane flies. Most commercial planes fly anywhere from 25 to 30,000 feet. Uh, just put that in perspective of the space station. Like you said, that was way on up there. Another little Ronald Walter story while I'm thinking about it. Ronald made me dress like the frog level frog. Now, not everybody knows what the frog-level frog is.
1: (laughs) I know what the frog-level frog is, but I'm looking forward to hearing (laughs) you explain to the audience what the frog-level frog is.
2: (laughs) But, Fayette was once called frog-level. And um, we celebrated it by jumping frogs. I don't know, put it together. I didn't come up with it. Well, as my punishment for skipping class and working an hour more a day... I had to go dress like a frog and for kids at the festival. And then it become, oh, so-and-so's opening up a new store. We need the frog there. And then it got to be birthday parties. Now, fortunately, everything after that fact, he actually paid me for. So that's a good thing. But um, I just figured out that y'all, I didn't know if y'all remember that or not. But when you come up with how many seconds y'all were sitting there y'all were figuring another fat thing, y'all should have been smart enough to say, hey, google and that would have been it and y'all are y'all are crossing the line when y'all are talking about that hot dogs are vegetables i mean everybody knows that hot dogs unless they say these there's some undesirable stuff in them but so is potted of meat and i'm sure both of y'all have had potted of meat and sardines i mean if you're willing to do that you're willing to do anything that's just my opinion hope y'all have a good day I would okay. just like
1: to say I find nothing undesirable in hot dogs. <laughs> me either. That tastes great. I don't mind potted meat either, and yeah. I can
0: eat sardines. But sardines make your hands stink, mm-hmm. so they're tough.
1: Where do red hots fall down on the
0: uh, on the scale? I mean, I'll eat a red hot. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not in the top ten mm-hmm. to me. But well, yes. I did not know that you were the frog level frog. Stand. I didn't either. That's that's a position of celebrity, really. When <laughs> we have our next live event, I want to see if we can get you <laughs> to come
1: as the frog level frog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did was that the name? Was the name of the frog just the frog level frog? I guess we didn't even give him like a mascot <laughs> name. Like, like, you know, Skippy or something?
0: (laughs) Fed's named after General Lafayette. I don't remember what his first name Mm -hmm. is because I haven't watched Hamilton in a little while. (laughs) But like I say, it's Jacques or whatever. That's what we should have named frog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, um, good to know sorry to disparage Mr. Waldrop to claim that he has
1: one testicle. It was actually Mr. Carroll. Yeah. So, clarification. Yeah. Mayor Waldrop yeah. has both testicles. Mayor of Belk. I, I'm, I'm deep into
0: Belk, too. People don't know. Deedra's mama's from Belk. Her
1: dad, Chester Moore, ran the Belk
0: store there for forever. He's a, he was a legend. The Belk store. Yeah. I know <laughs> one store they had. He, he was a legend in Belk. You know, that's Dieter's granddaddy. People don't know. I'm not ba- I didn't marry some underclass girl, you know, like no. I, I got somebody from the
1: ruling class. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's why John dines on escargot. Exactly. And has maids go do his shopping for him now. That's exactly right. You got to think about stuff like that. <laughs> well, John, what do you say we finish this podcast up with some questions? Okay. All right.
3: And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. <laughs>
1: That's a lot of (laughs) voicemails. And it was. Yeah. Got a triple one for Jacqueline. (laughs) Uh, We like to ask John questions on this show. And if you have any questions you would like to ask John, you can head on over to our Patreon channel, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel, and you can type them there. Our first question comes from The Driver. If a tree falls in a forest and nobody is around to hear it, does a man still need to apologize to his wife for making too much noise? Yes. Yes. Never a bad idea to apologize. <laughs> Raytheon. Now, this is this one truly stumped me, John. Okay. Is it gray or is it gray? Okay. Now, that is G-R-A-Y Versus or within. G-R-E-Y. I
0: think in the United States, it's G-R-A-Y for we're talking about color. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the other way is the British way about color.
1: Okay. Well- what's gray besides the color? Well, like somebody's name could be gray. Or like the gray aliens. <laughs> uh, well, I think you're using that as a color descriptor, right? <laughs> How do they spell that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we need to ask them. Somebody asked Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the, in answer to your question, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's but like British... People. I think that's how it works. <laughs> okay. You know, like we spell
0: center differently than they spell center. How do they spell center? It's like they add like an extra E on the end or something like that. Like centerville. Oh, is I've spelled. seen that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Huh. Interesting. Man, English is weird. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. <laughs> uh, Raytheon also asks, while pet rocks are designed to smile and some even have growable grass hair, there's a point where grown-ups should stop selling these to people, right? About the point where the rock starts talking and whisper about stealing our soul and selling it for odd coin. Uh, I'm not sure what rocks you're referring to there. Well. Well, first of all, I did not hear a, a real question in there anyway, right?
0: <laughs> what was the maybe the first line was the question?
1: I think it was. Uh, there's some a point where someone should stop selling these, right? I would say the yeah. point where the rocks begin talking to you—that's <laughs> the point you should stop selling them. If
0: rocks are talking to you, somebody sold you something else to <laughs> say that. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, our next question comes from Phil Zootsuit. When sex robots become more common. Will robosexuals be part of the LGBTQIAP community? If so, wouldn't that make you a robophobe? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like this question's kind of more addressed to me. I would say yes to the first question. Yeah. But no to the second. I would not consider myself a robophobe. You're intrigued by. I just haven't met the right one yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I am a robophobe. <laughs> I refuse to have sex with a robot. That's just, that's just where I'm
1: at. Our last question comes from That's our Bobbo. What's your favorite chess opening?
0: Uh, I love to play the Evans Gambit, mm-hmm. uh, which starts with uh, pawn to e4 and then followed by uh, the kingside pawn. You bring it out, you develop your bishop. You give up a palm, but it's a really fun attacking mm-hmm. opening. Now, it's not like the most difficult or complex or whatever. Right. If I'm playing black, I always play the
1: Sicilian just because it's fun to, mm-hmm. to do as well. My strategy is to always try to get those corner squares so no one can jump <laughs> your checkers. And then try to get to the other end as quick as you can so you get a king.
0: Our IT director (laughs) was telling me that her kid, was he has joined the chess team as a school. He goes to Hale County, Mm -hmm. which Hale County is a county in Alabama, but it's H-A-L-E, all right? Yeah. Anyways, so I pulled, I got all my books in my office and I pulled this book that I have, which is like, you know, Understanding Chess. It's a chess book. And I walked down her office and was like, hey, if you want your kid to have, you know, I, he can read this or whatever and as I was saying it I was like oh yeah they have the internet now you know I was like this is absurd he'll never read this book I
1: have become my grandfather yeah,
0: right. and so then I was like I take it back I'm gonna keep this book and she went to tell me how you you know went on a website that has you know hints and yeah. simulators and all that puzzles you can solve and so yeah so yeah I'm a chess nerd people don't know I'm a, I readily
1: admit it I enjoy chess so mm-hmm. do you play chess I have played chess, okay. but it's something I don't do. Yeah. A lot, really hardly ever because I'm just I'm not good. I'm not good at it either. I feel like if I if it, if if chess was something I like studied and like really really pursued it I could probably get good enough that you know I could beat my eleven year old or something.
0: But uh, yeah, I was like, I'm I don't I'm not even rated or anything, of course, because I mm-hmm. don't play competitively. But I doubt that if I were to be rated, I would be over a thousand. You would have right. maybe eleven hundred something like that. Usually, the bots I play online are right in that range when they start giving me trouble. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider myself good at it either, but I enjoy it. The only way to get good at chess is just to lose a bunch, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the only real way to get it, is you have to play and lose and realize, okay, well, I did this wrong. and I'm mean, Let anyway. me
1: ask you something. Is chess a game where you – I'm not saying you have to, but it kind of helps if you know your opponent. Well, I, will, yeah, that, will that help you kind of guess you. Yeah. What, what moves you going to make? Yeah, exactly, okay. right. Yeah, like
0: to me – I love using my knights, so I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm big on my knights and protecting them, and I think it's a really good piece that people disregard. And so if you know that about me, then you can know, like, all right, well, he's going to be trying to do something, you know, with his knights here in this position or whatever. You know? um, anyways, I usually end up put losing his, them. Or
1: put his knight in danger so that he has to protect it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Well, you want to. The central goal in chess, you know, an overall beginning is to control the center of the board Mm -hmm. and then at all costs, protect your king. That's how that's how I look at chess. Control Mm -hmm. the center of the board. And protect your king.
1: Well, again, my strategy is to get those edge slots so you can't get jumped. (laughs) And then to try to get as many kings as you can. (laughs) Everyone look out for our exciting chess podcast we're going to have coming out. (laughs) It's going to be called Checkers vs. Chess. (laughs) All right, John. Well, this show, this free show is drawing to a close. But one thing that we need to do before we end this show is we need to thank our patrons, John. We love you all so much. We thank you all. We would like to thank those who donate at the 10 or above tier by name. Yes, and those right. people are Mr. James White, <laughs> Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and, of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Wheel. Seriously, thank you all so much for just supporting us and, uh, you know, all your support. Yeah. It, it means a lot.
0: Yeah, well, we appreciate it for, mm-hmm.
1: for, for real. If you would like to become a Patreon, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash earth oddity, where we have several different tiers. But if you join up at the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week. And then once a month, you get an all-exclusive patrons only episode. That's patreon.com slash earth oddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in today's extension, John? I'm gonna talk about sex offenders. Okay. I'm gonna talk about Florida man asserting dominance over his neighbor's dog. Okay, there we go. (laughs) And maybe the neighbor, too. I think that is a sex offender. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like it. Right. You got anything else before we end this free show? No, just appreciate everybody listening.
0: I hope everyone has an amazing and awesome week and a happy Thanksgiving, the greatest holiday of all holidays.
1: Yes. And tell one person yeah. about Earth Oddity Podcast. Yeah.
0: When you're at the Thanksgiving dinner with your friends and family, just I'm, and you're I'm trying to ask. explain
1: to them yeah. the rules of chess Sure. or how you win in the game of checkers <laughs> or about frog level Alabama. Sure. In general, Lafayette. Right. You can tell them you learned all that from Earth Oddity Podcast. Exactly.
0: That's what I'd say. When you're going around the table talking about what you're thankful for, you should say Earth Oddity Podcast. (laughs) That should be number one. (laughs) Right. Right. And then they can listen, and then you will have something next year to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, there you go.
1: And you don't have to hurt feelings talking about politics. No, right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like maybe your uncle who like has his MAGA hat on and his AK 47 (laughs) at the dinner table with y'all. Will be a, be a picture little of more Kyle reasonable. Rittenhouse yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> on the wall.
0: Kind of a, a Kyle Rittenhouse pendant on uh, Maybe next year, after listening to our podcast for a year, he'll be a little more reasonable. Like, <laughs> right. We could really bring the world together. I don't think our listeners understand what we're trying we're to trying. do. We're trying. Yeah. I mean, we're like doing what Coca-Cola should be doing, <laughs> yes.
1: bringing everybody
0: together. Yeah. Uh,
1: two Regardless, voices crying out in the wilderness. <laughs>
0: Regardless of political or religious affiliation. We're showing the world that we can all get along, right? Right. So that's that's really our goal here, mm-hmm. outside of getting enormously rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, well, John's already rich. I am rich. I, you know, name it and claim it. I'm I on the way. <laughs> Tiny's getting there. First step: <laughs> moving into this neighborhood. Yes. yes, getting into a mortgage that is a uh, real high <laughs> on one income. That's how you get rich.
1: Yeah. Uh. I guess that's it. That's it. I love everybody. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, we're on all those platforms. If you would like to write into the show, we are Earth at planetmill.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earth on Twitter. we got some show art on Instagram. That's underscore earth oddity on Instagram. We have a link to our Patreon server if you'd like to chat us up on Discord. And we've also got a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone
0: number? That is 662-493-2059.
1: That's
0: 662-493-2059.
1: We hope everyone out there has an excellent week and a very Merry Thanksgiving. That's right. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye.
3: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
1: All right, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Patreon extension. And you know, John, I was thinking the other day that the world has changed a lot. It has. since covid it has. in the last couple of years and there's a lot of things we used to do like shaking hands that seem weird right and what is the word i'm looking for like uh, archaic yeah. by today's standards what are some other stuff besides shaking hands that that's weird that we would consider weird today i mean the holocaust has got to be up there <laughs> yes. that was